Okay, what else is happening? I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real. It's going to be weird because you're going to speak British and I'm going to speak American. I don't know why every Norwegian person speaks in American. Ohio. <laughs> Re- you're from Ohio? I've been there a long time. Okay, let's just start. All right. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, this is Sarah Hesse. Welcome to my podcast. And today, the first person that I am going to kick off with my podcast is... Naima, Naima, also. Yes. Yes. Um, Naima, if yeah. we start with you, um, who are you? What do you do? I uh, I am a dental nurse. I live in Oslo. I wasn't born in Oslo. I was born outside Oslo, but I was born in this country. I am 22. Turning You're 23. so young. I feel so <laughs> <Such> old. <a> <laughs> wow. Uh, and I actually do uh, my own podcast as well with mm-hmm. my friend. Oh, wow, what's your podcast called? Uh, it's a Norwegian name, it's called Svartkovit, mm. which means black on white. Black on white, yeah, not black on black crime, guys. Black on white, but yeah. basically, what we talk about is like, um, how it is to be Norwegian, but also like also Somali, mm. or like also have another ethnicity. Like, yeah, your parents are from a certain place, you're born somewhere else, how it is to be like in between. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I I think this is something that's very important, especially living in Norway. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there are enough voices out there for black people, not just mm-hmm. black people, Somalis specifically. Yeah. And being Muslim and a Somali is not easy. It's, it's not easy, mm-hmm. especially in a white majority country yeah, yeah. like Norway. It's and a female. And a fe- oh, God, threat. the whole tip, yeah, triple um, um, threat. But I also think I a lot of us are really scared to speak. So I was really happy when I heard, like, guys, by the way, <laughs> the way I met Naima was just, I followed her randomly. I'm not a creep. Literally. If I find your profile interesting, I would love to connect with you as a human being. I love connections. Mm. I love communicating with human beings. Mm. And I just thought this girl was really amazing. And afterwards, I don't know, how, how, how did we interact? What was the first interaction um not sure i think because yeah it was the eighth thing yeah remember when it was like uh it was the eighth thing when everyone was like is it eight today or tomorrow and i was like um sister i don't think it's today i think it's tomorrow i was trying to help you out but that was confusing (laughs) my soul i remember oh my god this eat or the last eat right now just that just passed away it it was the most weirdest the most awkward eat. it was weird it was weird i don't know why <laughs> and i feel like um we lost the whole point of being religious like we lost the whole uh, this is eid because we're muslims mm. it became like okay tomorrow we're gonna see who's actually a somali <laughs> and who's an adam <laughs> i was like it's not really about that i started fasting with saudi arabia I yeah end with saudi i exactly. can't choose it yeah so uh it became a war <laughs> It, it did become a war. And the funny part was I went to Twitter. I rarely do that. Mm. And it was, um, there's a war going on. Mm. And usually I believe that Twitter is very toxic. Yeah. Me, my own perspective. I believe that Instagram and Facebook is enough. Yeah. But when I went to visit Twitter, because a friend of mine said, oh my God, sorry, I have to check out this thread. Mm-hmm. Wallahi, someone posted this meme that said, Somali mahan, dile, dile, Somali mahan, which basically means... <laughs> <laughs> Which Somali. basically, yeah, you're not Somali. Kill, kill this person. Mm. Kill them. Kill yeah. them. Basically, um, 
they try and say horrible. that if you don't celebrate with us as Somalis, yeah, you're, you're not, not Somali. Somali. No, it's horrible. Your car it's is horrible. card is revoked, literally. It literally, it was. <laughs> no, I, my card was revoked because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't celebrate that day. I celebrated the other day. Same there, same there. Yeah. So I don't think it has anything to do with ethnicity. Yeah, yeah mm. it's religion. It's bigger than us. It's. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Uh, Saudi Arabia said afterwards. They said we actually saw the moon. Yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah, they did. They said it. we 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 saw it, but because we were a bit unsure and it was really cloudy, yeah. um, we could not confirm it. Yeah. And the sad part for me is that intentionally I wanted to actually um, celebrate with the Somalis because they they were correct. First of all, yeah. um, secondly. My mom and dad were like, we are going to celebrate yeah. with Saudi Arabia. And I can just, you know, I can't pray yeah, <laughs> in the morning <laughs> without my family to sit down there and do the takbir, yeah, yeah. Allah, <laughs> Allah, 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 <laughs> on my own and wake up my family whilst they're fasting. So it was a hard decision to make, but yeah. it was worth it because we celebrated together. together I think that's the whole point. A lot of people celebrated with their family. So it doesn't matter if you celebrated on Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. Like, I think both days were valid. Mm-hmm. And I think both days, it depends who you're spending the day exactly. with, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. I think I think God is looking at our hearts and how how hard we work during yeah. this Ramadan. Because there's some other... Ramadan was... Oh, hard. God, 2020 has yeah. been the weirdest. Yeah, let's just start there. <laughs> let's just start that March, starting from March. Yeah. I no, feel like I I'm still in a dream. I'm not saying I'm 23 in September. I'm still going to be 22 because I have not spent this year. I feel like I'm going to spend it next year, you know? Really? I yeah, it's, it's not been a good year. I, I've seen that meme, people saying that this year does not count. It does not count. Yeah, I, I, I do believe that, but I, I also feel lots of things are happening. I'm learning lots of things about myself. I'm learning lots, lots of things about people around me and the whole world i feel like people are learning how to sorry guys people are learning how to um sort of you know get to know to themselves their yeah. families their relatives their friends yeah. and who they are by being at home exactly and i mean norway right now everything is back to normal sort of yeah sort of <laughs> yeah people are trying to maintain that social distancing but it's not happening not some people are refusing yeah. they're refusing yeah the bars are open they don't care <laughs> they don't care yeah. oh my god me and my friend the other day we were on this um you know the electric scooter yeah. and we we just passed by um a place called salt yeah you know where that is yeah. it's actually not far away from here yeah. but um it's like right in front of the norwegian you know oprah and people were partying there it was yeah. like normal you know, um, like a normal day. But when like, they see the sun, they are out. Norwegians, right? It does not matter <laughs> if it's coronavirus, if there's some other pandemic Nothing is stopping on, them. Nothing stopping them. Nothing. The sun equals being outside having a beer. Exactly. They can't stop it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They can't. They can't really contain mm-hmm. themselves. But we can go on and on talk about quarantine and Corona. Tell but us that's, more about you. That's not what. Yeah, let's talk about me. Yeah sounds a bit narcissistic but i'm not guys (laughs) i promise (laughs) but um so again my name is sarah hissey and i'm older way older (laughs) than naima i am 25 wow Uh, wow yeah drop the bomb um going into my 30s but i love that i am actually this age right now because i've learned so much and i've grown so much especially 2020 i feel like 2020 has been two years at the same time it's been three months um anyways 
I I was born in Norway. I was born in a little town called Elverum. It's in the southern part of Norway, actually. Not really that south, but south, south, not southwest, south southeast. Yeah, no, no, not <laughs> south. Um, it is south, but it's southeast. Okay. God, my geography left me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I have also lived in Egypt, wow. so I do speak a little bit of Arabic. Oh, can you learn? Um, can you teach me something? Uh, okay, I speak an Egyptian dialect actually. Okay, so okay. if I want to say how are you right now yeah. i would say Isaiq. yeah if you're a guy no that okay. is that no one speaks that arabic sorry <laughs> <laughs> most people okay, most people speak so classic those okay. of you who actually try to I've, I've seen people who like learnt the arabic yeah in universities yeah. or like self-taught or whatnot mm. and they speak like they are in this harvest time you know the companions time and if you go to Egypt right now and yeah. you're trying to speak like that Kef Halik Antim in Ain if you speak like that people will look at you um, have you time travelled? <laughs> that's what Egyptians <laughs> will tell you because uh. I remember when we first moved to Egypt my dad was speaking in Fusha okay. um, broken <laughs> okay. it's not, pro- proper, not proper in Fusha but he, he knew a few words here and there and the Egyptians would always smile and sort of laugh in his face when he spoke and we were around him because he was speaking in Fusha okay. uh, and that's the Fusha he, he learned back in Somalia okay. you know when he was a child and <laughs> they were like look at him think um, went uh, into Gaimanin where are you from? Okay. into Magnun are you crazy? Oh, <laughs> no. uh, are you living during the companions time? Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? so it's it's very they're very upfront by the way okay. Egyptians um, and um it's, yeah, they have, they're very similar to Somalis. Okay. Um, that's one thing I loved about Egyptians. You know, they can be very, very um, easy to joke around with. Yeah. They can be very hilarious. Yeah. Their jokes, yeah. it's... You, you cannot, know they're not mean about it. Yeah, they're not mean about it. I felt like if it's any Arabic country, Egypt is the most country that I personally can live in. Yeah. Um, I've not visited other countries, but I've met many Arabs people from, from different countries yeah. so egypt for me would actually be the most livable <laughs> country. country um so yeah egypt and then i've lived in uk west london hence the british fake fake british accent guys um <laughs> and yeah and here i am today back in norway studying they always say when you're back in norway you know you messed up Big when, time. Yeah, that's when you know you messed up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I had to come back because I was uh, supposed to study. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was done with my A levels in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was going to do medicine um, because the two, um, <laughs> my two older siblings, they're yep. doctors, and I'm a third okay. child. And my dad was like, "Yeah, medicine would oh, be yeah, the great doctor. job." Yeah, he was like, "Choice, amazing choice," and. I took biology and chemistry thinking like, yeah, I'm going to do medicine. Uh, reality hit me quite hard thinking like, okay, I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to do, um, I don't want to do um, medicine. Uh, so I just, even though I got into university like Kingston and Queens, um, Queens Mary in London, I chose to come back to Norway and take a gap year, which was horrendous for some people. <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> some people. But, yeah. um, so yeah, I, I, I decided to take a gap year and I had to relearn the yeah. Norwegian language. You did? It was horrible. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. I'm still like relearning it, but 
couple of my friends do tell me my language, Norwegian language has um, quite improved. But yeah, here I am speaking English right now. Um, But yeah, so I did it Norwegian there. Um, And uh, after that, I go into university and I'm still studying. I'm still studying. Um, I did English language and literature. um, And now I am doing my second bachelor's. I'm nearly, nearly done. I just got a thesis to write next next year um oh yeah my second bachelor's is in (laughs) educational psychology um and i'll be starting my master's this um fall inshallah so it's the next step it's going to be great it is going to be great hopefully we're going yeah yeah we're still going on we're still studying we still want to work out the brain yeah but yeah, what what where did you study by the way? I never asked um, you. I studied back where I was born. <laughs> oh wow, town girl. <laughs> yeah. So and then I came to Arsenal like three years ago and I'm not going back. Let me just say that. Amen to that. Crazy stuff going on <laughs> where I'm from, where I'm born. Um like they don't have a lot of now they have a lot of black people, but they didn't have a lot of black people. I was like the only relate. black family mm. in the entire town at that time. So mm. yeah, I'm not going back. Mm. <laughs> I enjoy also. I totally much. understand you. And the job market as well. Like you can't really find the work that I'm working with right now in where I'm from. Mm. You can't find it. Mm. So uh, I'm gonna be staying here for a long time. Mm-hmm. If Amazing. I don't move on to another place. <laughs> oh please don't leave us. But um Oslo, yeah, Oslo it is. I mean I've lived in three big cities. Yeah. I've lived in London, I've lived in Cairo, and I've also lived right now. I'm still living in Oslo. Yeah. And to be honest, I am a city girl. I can't I can't live in a small town. No. I can't. No. I can't. I, I will die. I'll suffocate. Oslo for me sometimes <laughs> is too small. Yeah, it's which one did, I was going to ask you, which one did you like the best? I can't just say I like that city. Like, I purely like that city. Because if you have to choose between Cairo... And I can't. Also, you have to. It's so hard. Don't put me on spot. I feel like many people have tried that before on me. Yeah. Um, but it never worked because I I don't know. I mean, there are things I loved about UK. There are things I loved about yeah. uh, Egypt and Cairo, you know. Um, and there are things I love about Oslo. But if, if, if I say right now, um, the country that I mostly like to live in mm. and work mm. in, it's definitely Norway because yeah. the the quality here is quite good. Like the the life quality, um, the the the, the living quality, guys. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, and you know, studying is free. Um, you get to work and study at the same time. People mm-hmm. do study and work at the same time in the UK, but it's really it's stressful good. and they don't get paid. Mm-hmm. Um quite well sorry friends if you're going to be listening to me from the uk i don't mean to be rude but that's just the reality yeah come to when you find out you yeah definitely yeah. that's why we act like we're balling and we have money when we yep. leave Not yeah, like. really but um so yeah that's my life story that's cool. it's uh it sounds a bit interesting but trust me with it's not that interesting growing up in three different countries. Is that? It, in a way, it's confusing, and it still yeah. is. Talk about the identity crisis. Yeah. Um. Definitely, that's something I'm going to talk about in a different episode. I don't want to go into identity crisis because it's a whole topic. Um. But I feel like many of my friends that also had the same kind of upbringing and moved around like me, especially to those countries like yeah. Egypt and. UK they have um, not just um, suffered with their identity crisis but also they cannot 
many of them cannot catch up with the Norwegian society right now oh, because yeah. they have they have no um, familiarity with the oh, yeah. Norwegian culture. They don't exactly. feel like Norwegians at all too long, yeah. for too long. Mm. I mean, they were young, many of them, when they moved away. Yeah. And now they suddenly came back. They don't speak this language. They don't know um why they're here they just yeah. they, my mom their mom just, just yeah they, their mom just dropped them yeah. literally like kaboom yeah. you know yes. yeah oh my god no like, i i wouldn't know i wouldn't know the only place i've been is like uh america and that was okay let's say have you lived yeah. there though I've, i've lived there but you don't get as confused when you live in america and norway because yeah. it's kind of the same it is the only uh difference is that in america everything's huge it's large it's mm, bigger mm. everything is bigger better you know the whole american dream oh god but for norwegians all it doesn't really matter uh, yeah you come back to norway you can call the ambulance without paying two thousand dollars like, oh god you do whatever you i feel like. sad for americans no lies yeah, the healthcare is really bad but we, we've talked about many things right now and i just want to straight away kick off with the um you know the main topic for today mm-hmm. and It's a hot topic. It's really hot. <laughs> It's hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, rape in Somali communities. Horrible. Ooh, ooh. Horrible. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> It's so sad. It even has to be a topic. It's it's sad that people still try to deny it. Yep. That's, a, that's, that's like the sad part for me yeah. personally. But yeah. at the same time that many girls have suffered because of this and children boys young boys too and i'm not saying rape does not happen rape does happen it happens in every community it happens in every country it happens in religious circles it happens in like religious circles in secular circles Mm -hmm. it happens everywhere around the world but personally i Um, since I'm a Somali person, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> your second name is so Somali, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's so, it's so Somali. <laughs> That's like old school, proper yeah, old school it name. Is. Yeah. Um, it's also nice. Do you know what it means, by the way? Yeah, I so. Someone that's fat. No way! <laughs> you got you got it? Like, no, I didn't know yeah, that. Like Lucia, hey, as in heavy, as in rich. Because when you were heavy, you used to be rich, right? Oh, yeah. So when you translate it, like, oh, so. Of like, Ulus. Of Nin Ulus. Have you ever Someone heard? with um, value. You, yeah, when they say, oh, Nin Ulus. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, <laughs> he's, a, he's a, you know, man with power. Power, like, yeah. Rich, like, mm-hmm. he does, he has everything. Mm-hmm. So that's my name. Wow, that's that's amazing name. I love it. I that's love really it. nice. Yeah. You know, I just interpret straight away into being fat. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. But it does literally mean, but the meaning yeah, that it carries yeah. is more complex. Yeah, it's bigger. But it's funny though. Whenever people ask me, like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'll be like, "Yeah, it's from Malia." They're like, "Oh, what does what does Alessio mean?" I'm like, "It means fat guy." They're like, "Fat guy?" Like, <laughs> is that a yeah. nice name? <laughs> it, you know, I forgot when you're fat, you're actually rich. So <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> it's okay. No, I really like the name. Wow. Yeah, it's, anyway. it's it's really, really nice name. Um, My second name is really boring compared Hissy, to yours. Cool. Hissy comes from, what was it called in English? Um, It's, um, was it the religious thing? Um, so you have around your neck. Mm, yeah, you have around your neck for protection. Yeah. And you have prayers. Oh, it starts with, oh, oh, is it all mats? No, no. no Guys, 
remind me please in please the comments yeah Hipsy. when i drop drop this one yeah um but definitely is like <laughs> writing me the whole oxford yeah. dictionary but um yeah his means um it comes from an arabic word by the way it comes from hiris um which means protection mm-hmm. um and as we know somalis were Sufis, mm. most of them, religiously speaking. Yeah. So they used to actually, and some of them still to carry it around. Yeah. But um, in the countryside, they used to wrap around this, um, uh, this necklace around their neck, mm-hmm. where Quran used to be written, mm-hmm. and uh, that was Hirsi okay. or Hiris, yeah. and it's for protection. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my um, great grandfather's name and my family's name. And I'm not related to Ayan Hirsi. A disclaimer, Are you guys. Sure? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, apparently, someone told me, or I think my dad told me some, that some I'm related to her, but I don't think so. Um, I, I don't. I you don't, can't be related mm. to everyone that has the same name. As you. So like, many, you exactly. Like, oh, what about the Pakistanis? What about the Khan family? Yeah, true. How many people call Khan? Yeah. You know, yeah. not because well, everyone is called Khalde Khan. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. Our cousins. Yeah, exactly. So um, not every head is our cousins. So um, now that we have talked about many different things and about ourselves, um, the hot topic for today is rape in Somali communities. And I'm not just using the rape as a generalized topic. Mm-hmm. I want to mainly talk about the um, rape issue in Somali communities because I yeah. feel like we don't discuss these issues. We don't discuss how rape is quite widespread amongst our people and recently a lot of girls came out uh, a girl called Mona uh, or Mona Mm -hmm. she has opened a Twitter profile and she started to write and speak about her own experience and how different teachers raped her Um, I think she was raped in three different occasions if I remember correctly and it was not just brave of her. She came out with her legit identity. Mm-hmm. She was not like an anonymous um, profile or hiding behind a name. She was using her first and second name. Yeah. And when that first came out, mm-hmm. by the way, guys, it started last week. I was not just shocked. I was shaking. Yeah. I was shaking because I was scared um, what kind of consequences? That what kind of consequences is she going to face? Yeah. How is she going to live? Because she lives in Minneapolis, somewhere uh, where Somalis are not Little just life. living, but yeah. they, yeah, they, they occupy there. That land, they live there as yep. it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very scary because yeah. she has sacrificed herself. She has sacrificed herself. That's she how really I call did. it. But then again, she did it to open a path for every other girl that has been molested. As, like sexual assault, mm. not only rape, but sexual assault. Mm. It happens to a lot of females. Mm. It happens to a lot of girls, underage girls, underage boys. Mm. A lot of people don't tend to speak up. Mm. I was actually asking when all of this came up, I was mm. asking a relative of mine or telling her about it, um, elderly woman. And I was like, you know, uh, this and so uh, happened. And what do you feel about it? And she was like, she kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, but, you know, we don't really know if it actually happened. Wow. And if it even if it happened, she shouldn't really talk about it out loud. Wow. She should, you know, be ashamed. Like, oh, no. you know, she's not ashamed. I was like, this is the problem. Wow. This is the problem where when a girl tells something, this is why we don't talk. Because when you say something, you get the reply back mm. as if this is your fault. But oh imagine God. we're from a community back in Somalia 
where we used to, if a girl got raped and she got pregnant, we ended up marrying off, yeah, to the rapist. Yeah, to you the know, rapist. I just found about that. I didn't know. I, know I didn't know. I just found out. Especially, I know of a story where a female was working for this family in Somalia as a housekeeper, mm. and then uh, the family's boy mm. son impregnated her. He raped her. Oh my god! And uh, she told her family. They ended up marrying the two of them, mm-hmm. and he ended up killing her. Because she wanted to leave. He ended up killing her and the kid. And the child. And the child. This is a long, long, long time ago. But still, it's like the mentality we're from is there. So when we come to other places, obviously, you can't marry someone off if if they don't want to. We're living in 2020. It doesn't happen like that. But it's still happening. Sorry, it's still happening back home. Yeah. It's It's still happening back home. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, even in Minneapolis, if that girl came out, it's not like you could marry her to the guy, right? But they don't listen to her. Mm. Not only do they not listen to her, the boys that we were thinking were protecting us, mm. our brothers, mm. our future husbands, That's who are supposed to protect part. us, it's so scary. are grabbing their mic and at their platform, telling us off. How is that even... How? What do they think in their mind? They're telling us off. No, you can't really rape a girl. You can't ruin that boy's life. What yeah, I, I, I have seen that. that. Sorry, I've seen... I have seen Horrible. people who started acknowledging yeah. the pain, yeah. not the pain, sorry. They acknowledged the story and mm. the experiences of these victims, right? They were like, okay, um, these girls have been truly raped yeah. and they've been sexually harassed yeah. either when they were minor or like adults. Yeah. But let's not ruin the boy's life. life yeah. Let's not ruin his family's reputation. Let's not do this to the boy. Let's not... And now for a second, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. You're forgetting the main problem here. You ruin the girl's life the and victim. then you don't want to ruin the boy's life. What about the victim? The boy victim? put himself in it. Yeah. The girl didn't choose it. Mm. And what about... I was listening to this sheikh the other day. I don't know if it was you that posted it. or someone that posted <laughs> Post it. so many things, no, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, that was like, we have let our children down. Mm. We let our females down. Mm. He was like, I tried to talk to my wife about sexual assault mm. to our daughters. Mm. And she said, don't even mention the name. It's Ab. It's wow. like, it's shame. His own she, wife said his that. His own wife said that. Wow. It's like, I wanted to dalak her right then. <laughs> like, I, wanted to I, I would her. definitely support him. Their uh, divorce yeah. is not a solution. But he was like, we have to talk about it. We shouldn't shame people. Why mm. are we still living in, you know, like I say in Norwegian, mm. like, why are we so far behind? Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, our problem, um, first of all, again, rape exists in every nation, in yeah. every community. It has exactly. been happening for a very long time since... God created Adam and Eve, yep. you know, and and it's a sad part is that we have not even progressed enough mm-hmm. to talk about the problem. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when I was around 16 or 17, I spoke to my grandmother, mm-hmm. my dad's mother, and I spoke to her. I, I usually like, you know, speak to her, ask her about her life because she lived in, you know, the countryside. She was a nomad and, 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 and she had a very, very unique you know, life and experience. And yeah. I like to, I love to like just get that wisdom mm-hmm. and, you know, at the same time, learn the similar language, mm-hmm. perfect it. Because <laughs> guys, that's the best place to get the language from. True. Your grandparents. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, she, she, I spoke to her about rape. Yeah. Um, and she looked at me and she went, why are you talking about that? Mm. It's a hip. It's, it's not. shameful. 
don't even say the word rape. I hate it. And I said to her, but a year you mm. grandma, mm. this happens. It they, does like, does it not happen? And she's like, yes, it's a reality, but we don't want to ruin a girl's life by talking about this because it has been sort of ruined, that's what yeah. she said to me. And I said to her, but what about the guy that did this? He's going to go around, the predator, he's going to go around and do it to many other women. Why can we not just speak to this victim, help her, Mm -hmm. catch the rapist, Mm -hmm. and that's it? Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to lock him in, but I'm not for execution. Yeah, yeah. Some people are. You do you. (laughs) Some people people are, but um, you do you. Mm. Um, But yeah, so I was thinking, wow, this is how, this is how they think of rape yeah you cannot even utter yeah but then again the i can i can understand like sort of ayeo because mm-hmm. uh she she's probably seen someone that this has happened to mm-hmm. try to do something about it mm-hmm. and she's learned from her experience that mm-hmm. everyone got against her so mm-hmm. she's just trying to protect uh your reputation or because mm-hmm. she knows she can change it by herself yeah but you know look at every other revolution Mm. One person cannot change it, but I- imagine if every Hoyo and Ayeyo got together and changed it together. You see what I mean? Like, they always think, okay, this happens, that is the case, you can't really do anything about it, I can't change the system, mm. where the other, mm. right? Move mm. on. Adele, mm. mm. just don't ruin yourself. Yeah. Don't ruin, don't your, ruin reputation. your reputation. Don't ruin your family's reputation. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about the whole system, but just protect you. But you know what's so powerful about this girl's, you yeah. know, initiative and her movement? Yeah. She she started a revolution yeah, in our community. She did. Wallahi, she is a revolutionary woman. She is. And she deserves an award. She really she does. She does. Instead we need to acknowledge award, that. She's getting bullshit. Yeah. She's getting talk. Like, I can't even believe, I'm not even going to mention his name because he don't deserve it. Mm. But you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Who was like, if someone rapes my daughter, mm. if your brother raped my daughter, would oh, you God, expect I me saw to that. ruin his I life? I saw that video. That is what she's That's getting. It's very disgusting. It's disgusting. It was disgusting. Yes, most definitely I ruined his life. Ruined my brother's life. If someone came up to me and said, your brother raped me, mm. I would make sure I knew the facts. I would make sure I locked my you know, brother out. You know what's ironic about that? Yeah. You know, the Prophet Sallam said, I'm yeah, going to get religious, guys. Our Prophet um, Muhammad, yeah. peace be upon him, said, because yeah. I have had these arguments with people in the comment sections, people that are saying, don't ruin this man's life don't don't talk to him about this you guys don't have no evidence and there are there is evidence there's a te- there are texts where this bane person is being you know um aggressive. Uh, yeah aggressive to yeah. the girl yeah. and and the victim mm. and some people even have videos yeah. so there is so many evidence out there there's even voice recordings there yeah. are even some guy was on live session like live session sorry like ig live yeah. so you know there are so many evidence out there. Some of some men were caught admitting these things, yeah. you know, admitting that they have done it and apologizing for it because they knew um, that these girls are going to come back for them someday. And I'm really happy that they knew. But yeah. the sad part is, let me go back to the hadith that I was about to say. Mm. Um, since you mentioned, even if my own brother, yeah. even if my own brother yeah. rapes another woman, I will lock him up. Uh, the prophet said, which basically means oh, <laughs> that's Arabic. You're, you're nodding. Yeah. I see. I'm going to translate. Yeah, yeah. Um, the hadith basically says, 
help aid your brother yeah. when um he is being or she mm. in this case being oppressed mm. or is being the oppressor yeah right yeah surprisingly the first part is very simple right when i tell you today oh help someone who's being oppressed you it's run easy. towards them you know yeah. help them because they're being oppressed yeah but how on earth am i supposed to help the someone oppressor. that is oppressing how you're supposed to help them by lock them up exactly <laughs> hide them from society no but you're supposed to help them by doing it the right way because i don't believe um you know some systems will be locking people up without even having you know the shred of evidence or like mm. shred of anything going through a trial up, and all that to nothing mm. just locking them up ruining the person's life mm. i'm not all about that mm. but if you did something wrong god will punish you but first okay. of all you need to get justice for the girl mm. what kind of message are we sending the girl if we're not giving mm. her any justice mm. we're mm. just looking at her like well done Sahiwe, but we're not going to help you what is i that? think i think she or the you know, victim in this case yeah. that's a woman she knows deep down that this society is um or most societies are patriarchal yeah yeah um which means that they are you know um controlled by men yeah, uh, and 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 deep down there's nothing she can actually do about it let's yeah. be honest she's really helpless all you can do is go to therapy and take care of your own sanity yeah. literally but she, then she is really doing something she's not doing it for herself because at this point she can't really do nothing for herself her name is being dragged through the media but what she is doing is opening the path to all of these other girls she is revolutionary she i said is revolutionary. it i said it yeah she's going down in history yeah and we will not forget her we will no, teach her we will teach her yeah. um uh, about her i mean tell children yeah. to our daughters yeah. we will tell how the girl called mona came yeah. out and she has started a movement she has started a movement where she was literally sacrificing her name. You yeah. know what happened to her the other day? Yeah. Someone went all the way up to her mother's house. Okay. To her mother's house, threatening. And you know who, who is doing this? The they are ladies. ladies. Young ladies. I wouldn't even call them ladies because that's no. too respectful. Yeah. But some young girls yeah. went up to her mom's house because they knew where she lived and literally threatened the mom and the family. So we're okay. Okay. That's where we are. Okay, why? Okay, I understand that we have a problem with getting these men and boys on board. Mm. I can get that. Mm. We've been struggling with this for mm. years, ages, mm. centuries. Mm. But the women are not supporting each other. That's that's the sad part. If you go to Twitter right now, and I do personally follow the um the the girl called Mona that started the movement. Yeah. Um, she posts many things, and one of the things that I you know that caught my eye was how she was being so so defensive and not in a negative way in this case in a positive way mm -hmm. she's like a soldier mm -hmm. like nothing is hitting her nothing mm -hmm. and i am really first of all i am in awe of yeah. her you know yeah. courage yeah. Her, oh, yes. her her bravery i could never that girl is not just a warrior she is brave she, she is brave one. yes and and i My thank God. god that she was sent to us yes and I hope that God gives her, you know, the reward the, the reward for it, for it yes. and the just that she deserves. She Absolutely. deserves justice. And and the sad part is that young girls are so brainwashed yeah. that they are going to her own mother's yeah, house, literally, and yeah. threatening the family. So she started, you know, put out things in in, in stories on her on her um, Instagram, and I kind of follow up with what's going on and how the case is um, going. Yeah, uh, and the sad part is 
many men in our community started to sort of close their account, make it into private right now. Um, because I don't know why. I personally feel that is very, very um, suspicious. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, why? Why? Exactly. Yeah. Why? Many guys are going very private. Guys, I'm not generalizing, by the way. I'm not anti-men. I'm just saying, if you have done nothing, then what are you scared of? Why are you... Um, making your account private yeah. what are you doing that you don't want us to see yeah. what are you posting on your uh, your stories that you don't want mm. us to see what kind of message are you sending to your yeah. followers and and I'm not saying everyone is being judged and everyone is suspicious to know but it's, it's, it's a bit weird no and then again it's just like uh, we can't be out there and telling people black lives matter oh yeah and then telling people Please that tell them. Uh, not only black lives matter but if you're quiet Mm. you are a racist it's mm. not you don't have to be uh not a racist you have to be anti-racist mm. we can't mm. tell people to do that and then within our community mm. people are not saying anything mm. people are not voicing their opinion silence is violence simple silence as that violence. yeah so it is violence and, and 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 sad part is and i'm gonna throw arrows right now or <clears throat> shoot <laughs> shots i yes. mean um i feel like our scholars are not doing enough definitely not because yeah, our communities um follow our scholars heavily mm-hmm. and by heavily i mean like heavily. as in uh, yeah mm-hmm. like not just heavily but they're so dedicated to the religion mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing no. but when the religion is used negatively yeah in this case and you're not critical it's to toxic people saying. it's dangerous and, and and it's sad mm-hmm. that none of them mm-hmm. actually i've tried to like go online and um, do look some research and, and look if someone has uttered a word one word yeah. about what's going on in our communities especially especially it's these crazy. cases that are taking place in our mosques because it's religious circles yeah. what are you doing to prevent fix it. this problem mm-hmm. prevent it mm-hmm. what um, rules do you have at uh, your your school or yeah. your duxi or your Quran school ah. you know what do you do when a student yeah. reports um, an issue of being assaulted. Do you say nope? Or do you do something? Yeah. Yeah. How how what are what are the guidelines? Yeah. What are you doing to prevent this? So it's like we haven't even started, you know, yeah. solving the issue. Yeah. We are just we have to initially starting the issue. Like we just set a foot exactly into the water right now. You know what they say? If you're an alcoholic, for instance, you mm. have to admit that you're an alcoholic <laughs> yeah. to solve the problem. Yeah, so it's, it's every problem. It's Every, every problem. problem you have to see the problem you have to accept that it exists yeah and you have to do something about yeah. it but we have scholars and people say it don't exist it doesn't exist it doesn't yeah. happen it doesn't happen Shh, keep quiet it doesn't happen mm. so before everyone stands up and say okay here guys this is embarrassing for us but we do have a problem mm. then we can do something about it yeah who's gonna do that but but what what do you think we can do about it like you for example you have your own circles you have yeah. your own friends yeah what can you do as a person and what can you recommend people to do when they see or sense that someone is being you know forced to do something without their consent i feel like you know i'm actually embarrassed and i'm actually very sad that i saw a lot of because i was going to say i don't think that the people my age feel this type of way i don't Mm. think that the people my age think that it's okay to be raped or Mm. rape Mm. but i see the boys online they're Mm. my age right Mm. um but what I would do is I would normalize talking about it. Mm. 
I don't care talking about it. Like, I'm fine saying the word sexual abuse, mm. rape, everything. There's I've seen people, people who are getting really uncomfortable. As much as you talk about racism to white people yes. and they get, they like, get you know, fragile and that white fragility sexual comes out. Assault, they're like, oh, yeah. no, 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 don't say the word. Mm. You have to normalize it. You have to speak about it. Because I believe in solving everything through communication. Mm, right. You have to talk. Mm. And then again, if someone comes, if someone came up to me today and told me, like I said, your brother anymore he did this to me and I have a brother he's 20 years old mm. he, if he not someone ever said he did this and that to me mm. I would definitely solve it I wouldn't go rushing to my brother be like mm. you suck <laughs> but you know you have to okay Norwegians how do they do it mm. you are being you, you get raped mm. you go to the police right mm. I'm not in the Somali community mm. what do we do you get raped you don't go to nobody you who's the closest lock yourself in the room you <laughs> that you there's gonna listen to you right here in Norway you know if you go to the police they at least listen to you mm. um and, they, and will, they at least acknowledge that this issue exists and yeah. they investigate if they mm. can mm. and then they even if they investigate they don't find nothing they go okay we can find nothing at least you know, they document sorry. it in statistics they document it, yes yeah if you go to your mom your dad your brother um the mosque Mm. anyone mm. they'll be like oh sorry you know it's uncomfortable to talk about so if and don't I say was, it yeah it's hey it's gonna ruin no. your you know reputation. a lot of issues i'm not gonna get into that but a lot of issues with somali community i find hard to solve mm. because i feel like a lot of issues have to die out with the elder mm. like elder generation mm. i feel like this is an issue that i thought was gonna die out with our grandparents no it's not it's not um the only thing I can do is teach my siblings mm. and my children mm. that this is okay to talk about. Mm. Um, my inner circle, this is okay to talk about. If mm. it ever happens to you, we're going to do something about it. Exactly. And do you think if someone in my circle got raped, I would tell my mom, no, I would mm. go to the police. Mm. You know, every Muslim could go to the police. You, you live mm. in a country, mm. right? Mm. Go to mm. the police. Mm. And don't be scared. I feel a lot of Somali people don't go to the police because they're scared. Like, yeah. police get added. Don't tell foreigners mm. about mm. our problems. Mm. Mm. I'll go mm. to the police. They have lots of fear in them when it comes to, you know, trusting the system. And I think it comes, um, it roots from ignorance. Yeah. It really does. To be honest, um, and sadly, it's it's a true reality to many people. But mm -hmm. if we if we go on to speak about, you know, um, okay, now we, that you've mentioned what you can do, yeah. I totally agree with you. First of all, I, yeah. I love the way you mentioned that you would literally confront your own brother, and that's what every one of us needs to do. We have to. You have to start within your own family. Exactly. Your own exactly. You can't change everyone else. Exactly. Exactly. What as much as do? as much as we tell our white fellow friends when we like speak about racism against yeah. black people, you know, and the whole black lives movement, you know, matter. Yeah. We 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 did you see what I said? I said black, black lives movement, movement matter. matter. <laughs> The yeah, matter, you guys yeah. do know what yeah. I mean, basically, the BLM yeah. movement. Um, we tell our white friends, if you're going to stand by us, yeah, go and fix tell the your, problem in your own yes. house. Speak tell to your, your father not to be a racist. Tell your brother not to say that. It's the same thing with us. Mm. The mm. same thing with it's us. Exactly. We, we have to start talking to our own brothers and uncles, cousins, yeah. you know, fathers about these issues. Yeah. Because many girls are suffering in silence. And I think communication is essential this yeah. is where communication can solve the issue mm. action mm -hmm. um you know handling it properly and strategically yeah. because i'm sort of getting tired uh by having a big elephant in the room yep. and not solving it yep. you know not solving the issue or the problem mm -hmm. so hopefully and inshallah we, we we fix it um one more thing though 
is a random question. Do you okay. think that we are going to move on? First of all, I believe that rape is going to exist always. Yes. But do you think so? We are going to move on from this um, uh, uh, cycle of you know carrying things with us from our grandparents. And you have to remember, we live in Western countries. Yeah. Not everyone thinks like us. Yeah. Back home, people have different mentality. Yeah. No, I think. Personally, I've never been to Somalia, but I love the culture. Well, have you never been to Somalia? I don't know why I'm saying, well, I've just been to Somalia last year when I was yeah, 24. I'm scared. So, yeah, you're scared. Know, every, every time I want to go, something I happens. Buy the ticket, the bump goes up. Oh my I'm like, God. Oh, no, I'm not going. But then again, I love my home country. I love it, love it, love it. Um, never been there, but I know the culture, I know the language and everything. Um, yeah, she speaks I, perfectly, mashallah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I think is I think a lot of, I can see on TikTok, Snapchat, or Instagram, a lot of people in Somalia right now are being mm. influenced by what we do, mm. by, by Somali people yeah. in other countries. Yeah. I think that when we grow up, like, for example, me, I was born here, I was raised here, mm. but I'm also Somali. Mm. I take the parts in Somali culture that I love and that are great, like, you know, the girl should have hushma, mm. she should have this and that, um, she should do this and that, you know, respect the mm. boy, should mm. respect the girl. Yeah, there's lots of goodness in our culture. a lot of goodness, the yeah. food, you know. Yeah. And uh, I take what I like about Norwegian culture, you know, the system that they yeah. have, uh, the, you pay taxes, you go to school, you know, mm. stuff like that. I take the best, best of both worlds mm. and I make my own identity. Exactly. You see what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like when I do that, my children do that. My children. But you're children third culture that. kid. That's what it's called, basically. Yeah. You're literally a third culture yeah. child. I don't know what I call myself. If I should call myself fourth culture, fifth culture, because at this point yeah. I'm confused. I've got Arab, you know, culture in me. I've got um, British, and I've got the Norwegian and Somali. You're mixed. So I'm, I'm so mixed. I'm confused. Mess, yeah. Identity crisis, guys. Uh -huh. I'll speak about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do agree with you. I do yeah. agree with you, and we have to also acknowledge that. We're not just speaking about ourselves right now. We're not just speaking about children living in diaspora. We're also speaking about um, those who live back yeah, home. Somewhere, yeah. And there's so many things to consider here. Mm. Um, we have system. We have yep. a system. We can report to the police. Yep. Um, they can't. They can't. Yeah. They really can't. Yeah. And what can we do about that? I think raising awareness It's where we need to start. Communications, talking about this, being vocal, yeah. just just telling people. And, and, and as I said... Some people are just gonna have to make this sacrifice. Yeah. And as uh, you know, Mona, that yeah. girl, yeah. got her tactic. Yeah, she she did, did not just become a, a, a hero to us, mm. um, but also uh, someone that we're going to remember. Yeah. I'm going to remember this girl I am never forever. Twenty twenty. She will. Oh, my grandchildren yeah. will not forget. <laughs> my <laughs> great grandchildren. She's gonna yeah. be the new. What is she called? Howatako. Howatako. Yeah. Yeah. Howatako. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, I just hope that we can, you know, fix this problem. And guys, I know we have not even touched the main topic. No, we, we have not. We literally dwelled upon it, and mm -hmm. uh, we touched it um, on the surface. So hopefully, we get to speak about rape in our communities um in different occasion i mainly want to speak about rape in the religious um sector yeah some other time yeah but I'm, you said you wanted to ask me a question yeah i'm a bit scared now <laughs> i want to know since you know it sounds like i'm a part of this podcast but i'm only just a guest yes you are um i want to know what made you start this podcast like what Ooh. was the reason behind it what were you thinking in your room by let yourself? me drink something like yes you're nervous right <laughs> So what was the thought behind it? So 
Um, you know, I just told you right now that my plan was to carry on with my blog, mm -hmm. uh, travel around a lot because I do travel around a lot mm -hmm. and have a YouTube channel, literally. Mm -hmm. But Corona came and <laughs> Corona said, no, uh, 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 not today, not today. Mm -hmm. um, forget about 2020. So it was really sad, but at the same time, my plan was to make a podcast, but that was my fourth plan yeah. after I've made my, you know, established my Instagram or did you have an Instagram, yeah. but also another, you know, travel Marvel um, mm. Instagram uh, and also uh, a YouTube and uh, a blog. Yeah. I thought the fourth thing I would do would be a podcast. Yeah. But since I'm sitting on my ass right now, literally, um, I'm, not, I'm not, guys, I do work, but... Um, I'm going into holiday right, right now. Though, right? <clears throat> I am sitting there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yes. I. I thought to myself, why not? Like, why not? Exactly. Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that TikTok. Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> but so yeah, this is why I made my podcast, and I feel like I always have something to say. I always have an opinion about every single thing in my life. <clears throat> Good. My dad, he doesn't like it because I'm oh. always argumentative. But um, but it comes with valid reasons, of course. Yes. And, and and I feel like I have something to offer Good. to uh, to my community and my people, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I might be boring. I might no, be boring. I don't know. <laughs> you know. I think there's so few platforms for Somali girls, like black girls in general, but especially Somali girls. Yeah, I feel a lot of Somali girls are thriving when it comes to youtube yeah, channels and makeup channels but when I'm it comes to that. like talking <laughs> about heavy topics yeah. we tend to go to instagram mm. so i love 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 this idea behind this podcast i really Thank do you. and i'm supporting you, you know whenever no. you need uh, someone to come here and talk about everything i'll be god here. i bought this girl like every single time <laughs> you know the thing is i i have if you guys follow me basically my instagram is the current one the personal one is sss may 95 that's yeah. three s's and if you follow me on instagram you'll notice that my ig story is always full people like some of my friends tell me oh god your, your your story is so long yeah. but i tell them my story is about important stuff mm -hmm. and if you don't want to see it just skip it in it yeah. and like but we cannot skip it because you always got something new to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a good thing mm. but when i don't post it like oh are you okay are you still yeah, alive? Yeah. I go, I go nervous too. When you don't post, I'm like, oh no, something happened. Yeah. Actually, I had a friend the other day that um had exam and it was two weeks ago actually. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't post anything for a day, I think. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, she texted me on my SMS and she goes like, Hey, uh, you didn't post anything today on Instagram. I was like, yeah. huh? Excuse me? Usually you post like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I that's why I, like literally yeah. i did not even think over it i see something i like it i think to myself yeah, yeah, yeah i need to share it with my followers and my friends yeah yeah, yeah 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 just share it i share it that's how it should be yeah how, i think a lot of people nowadays are too scared of okay what am i posting how should i post this should i be careful did i post two minutes of stuff today don't be just post it I don't think about that, you know? I don't have that thought. Mm -mm. That doesn't even cross my mind. And the funny thing is, I remember coming back to Norway. I'm such... But I just, you know, that didn't cross my mind. And I just love posting things without second guessing or second asking. Um, And by the way, you guys should read the book called I Don't Give a Fuck or How to Not Give a Fuck. Yeah. Because... 
because frankly you don't literally yeah I don't um so yeah I think we have to wrap up this thing right now this whole episode my first episode this is gonna be a bit scary to launch but um so yeah rape was the topic today blah blah blah. um (laughs) yeah I, I really like this platform. Uh, I want to thank you for inviting me. Um, and I can't wait for the response. And I will be back, guys. This is not the last. You've it's heard not the me. last. <laughs> it's not definitely the last. And I hope that my friends and followers do check out your, you know, your Svakovic podcast. It's on Spotify. So I will definitely tag you so people can go and visit your bio on Instagram. And thank you for listening. And I hope that you guys can tune in for my next episode next week. Bye. Bye.